Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Okay, welcome back to another amazing episode of the Scoreboard Addicts Podcast. I'm Nick, and with me as always is Anthony the Rook and TJ, who is hammered. Welcome back, boys. How are we this week? Doing pretty good. Fan-freak-tastic. Fan-freak. I like it. Fan-freak-tastic. Chugs a Coors Light, you bitch. Is he drinking Coors Light? No. It looks like one. Oh, it's That's a, a victory. That is not a Coors Light. It looked quick. Look at course. All right, I'll take it back. Not a bitch. All right. So, uh, what's significant about this week? Wow, nothing. nothing. Right. Except for I got my Panarin on. Rangers are hot, and we'll get into that. Um, yeah, we'll get into that. But, but uh, we have an update. We have an update on the Manalapin Facebook page. Talk to me about that, counselor, please. So, as you guys remember, last week. Um, Manalapin page got turned into the big Blackhawk fan page. Um, well, it still is the big Blackhawk fan page, uh, but the the guy who runs the page basically had this. I'll read it. He basically wrote a whole like opus about why he's not changing it. Was his name Mr. Holland? <laughs> no, no. So uh, it's a terrible sorry. joke, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what he wrote. I'm sorry, but this page took too long to build up and I won't delete it because some admins from another resident's page thought this would be a good prank. <laughs> I'm not giving in to them. It took almost three years to get membership where we're at and I'm not going to throw it all away. Looks like I'll have to take the issue to a local news station and see if Facebook cares when they get their name put on blast. This entire incident has made me pretty much not want to use Facebook again. Their policies and procedures are shot, and they only care about fact-checking political posts. It's sad to see what this site has become. As for this page, and then he put um, the gif of Leonardo DiCaprio. The show goes on. The show goes on. So the big black cock fan page is going to continue just the way it is. Just so you know, not fucking leaving. It's a gif. I'm not fucking leaving. What did I say? You said gif like it's peanut butter it's not it's gif, GIF. 
gift. Well, whatever. So here's what I take away from one thing of that is he's like, it was a prank from, from another town's admins. And he's like, I'm not taking it down because I don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> God like, damn it, Lakewood. These sons of bitches. <laughs> it was Hazlitt. Hazlitt did it. Hazlitt did it. I, it's, I love that. That's my favorite thing. And another thing is, too, is like, I'm never using Facebook, Facebook again, but here I am using Facebook. Dude, I, I love I'm how he's on his page. Facebook on blast as if they give a flying F. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but what uh, what news station is going to bring up the fact Big Black yeah. Cox? That's another thing, too. Like, what, Help Me Howard does not care. He's like, hey, I have a pa- fan page. It's called Big Black Cock Fan Page. But he's like, yeah, we're not going to make that a story, sir. It's pretty vulgar. We feel bad for care. you, but. And, like, what would Facebook do? Like, Zuckerberg doesn't give a shit. Like, that shit happens all the time. Like, he's going to have one town mad at him. Like, he doesn't care. I'm waiting for the days of MySpace to come back. Where I could tell my friends I was pissed at them by not having them in my top six. <laughs> and then at the top ten, you two, you two motherfuckers would get removed from my top six right now, but based on our Tom. fucking pickums. All right, but I respect Tom because he was like, I had the same thing that pretty much Facebook was, but I didn't care about meddling in elections. I just took my money and bounced. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, uh, he he didn't steal people's data, and I think that was the coolest thing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that was cool. But That's what I'm saying. Zuckerberg turned the who's hot, who's not page into stealing your data and selling it overseas. Scumbag. Yep. All right. Well, moving on, uh, we've got a little bit of Rook's legal corner. Talk to us about that. Yeah. Come on, guys. Come and step into my legal corner, into my legal office here. This will cost everybody $120. You'll get billed later for watching. Thanks. Listen, you know what? I've been invited to the corner multiple times by people, and I'm not falling for that anymore. (laughs) Please step behind this wall with the hole in it. Yeah. The free candy signs will not work on me any longer. Free candy doesn't work on kids anymore. It's free Wi-Fi. <laughs> so this is a twofold story. It's a college basketball story and it's a legal story. So what happened over the, over this week was that Duke, uh, Duke men's basketball players, uh, Michael Severino, 20 year old, who is the grandson of coach K and the star player, Paolo, uh, Bonchero. I don't know if I probably botched that, but he's 19 years old uh, as well. Um, and then, so Severino was charged with DWI. He blew a 0.08, which is the legal limit. Uh, obviously, you're probably saying, well, that's like the limit. Should he not have gotten a DUI? Um, but I think because there was already, usually typically in New, uh, New Jersey, if there's suspicion of DUI, even if you are the 0.08, you get brought in, they do the breathalyzer. Um, and he's also on the rage. So in New Jersey, I mean, I don't know how it is in North Carolina. I'm assuming they have the same law, but in New Jersey, um, 0.08, if you blow anything at all, uh, underage, it's guilty. Yep. It's, um, it's still, uh, still a charge. That's why he's being charged with DWI. He's already been suspended immediately, which is similar to New York city, New York state. They suspend your license immediately during the process of whether or not you're guilty. You automatically get a suspension of your license. So he's facing that. And then um, Bonchero, or Banchero, uh, got charged with aiding and abetting a DWI because the car that Severino was driving was actually his car. So that's like one of those weird things. You probably never, most people probably haven't heard of this before, but you can actually be charged with a DWI. Well, this is in New Jersey anyway, but it's basically the same exact penalty as a DWI if you allow someone to drive uh, your vehicle uh, under the influence, which is like how it's aiding and abetting 
someone doing it. So it's actually a little bit harder to prove that though. I was going to say, cause if, what if I didn't know that person was drinking a and or B, what if I was passed out drunk? You're exactly. Right. And that's the thing. So you can't really say it's a lot harder to prove that cause you have to have the actual knowledge of it. I would and basically you, have to come out and be like, yeah, I knew that he was drunk and I let him drive my car anyway. Exactly. You're not, and gonna who's going to do that. And you're not going to be able, and you don't have to, because you don't have to testify. Uh, cause obviously you have the, the right to remain silent and you have the right of self-incrimination, which is the fifth amendment. So, um, you actually have to, you know, say that. So that's a little bit full on New Jersey mafia. I would like to elect my fifth amendment rights on the grounds that I might incriminate myself. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, but that's what my lawyer taught me that that's the amendments for, I mean, that's exactly what, that's why you don't have to testify if you're charged or anything. They have to prove by any other means besides having you testify against yourself. So, and then they ask you questions like, "What color is this pen?" I'd like to elect my Fifth Amendment rights on grounds that I might incriminate myself. <laughs> That's true too. So, I've actually dealt with that before in New Jersey, and I've actually gotten those dismissed because it's hard to prove. You know, if you call, if you call your friend to come pick you up because you're drinking at the bar, and you're like, "Hey, can you drive my car home?" Then your friend gets picked up. How could you prove that you knew your friend was drunk? If one, you're intoxicated yourself, so you don't even have the right mind. And then two, you never saw your friend drink, so how would you know? They would have to get video evidence of you holding him up doing a keg stand. <laughs> I mean, if they have that, then yeah, it's dead to rights. A little bit but but, that, but you could also say, listen, I did a keg stand right before that. I don't remember. <laughs> but I've, I've had those a couple times. I've actually gotten them dismissed completely. So, you know, people like to. So what you're saying is that those kids should call you. Well, no, because they're in North Carolina, so it's a little different. But Listen, man, do what you got to do to pass the bar down there. Bro, well, actually, I get what they call How it. is it that Johnny Cochran can practice law all over the place when he was still alive, but you can't? No, I can't. Have, you have to like make a motion to the court in that state to practice. Because I saw my cousin Vinny. He went down there, and he practiced law down there in Alabama. Because it's what you call as pro hoc vici, which means you have to practice the law underneath another practicing lawyer in that state. So if I wanted to practice in Alabama – for, you know, being my cousin, Anthony, uh, I would have to, you know, practice the need someone who's already an Alabama attorney and then get admitted to the court to proceed by motion to just represent that one case in Alabama. So I all you got to tell them is that your name is Jerry Gallo. (laughs) Well, that, well, that the whole way they do, that's like, it's really funny because my cousin Vinny is actually one of the most accurate, like legal movies, which is really funny. People don't think it would be. But really, it's, but the only point is that the Pro Hoc Vici part is like where it gets shaky. What'd you just call me? Pro Hoc Vici. <laughs> Sounds like a weird move. Yeah, but anyway, but also uh, Banchero is a star player, 19.3 points, and averaging 19.3 points so far, and 8.7 rebounds. Potentially could be number one pick in the draft. So this could maybe hurt his stock. Probably not because it's not that serious of a crime. Uh, also, the crazy thing was Duke played the next day. And they let Banchero play in a game that, like, they did not need him. It was, like, against an unranked, like, not even a big conference team. They won by, like, 40. Like, they didn't even need him to play. So it was kind of weird they didn't suspend him for that game because if there's a suspension coming later on, I mean, it's, you probably want him later on the season than in that game. But whatever. Teach their I don't know. I heard the kid from freaking Gonzaga is going to be number one. The seven-foot-one kid. Huh? Timmy? What? Timmy. Timmy. I'm sorry. There's a lot of, my cousin's name is Timmy. I don't know if it's him that you're talking about. Give me the kid's full name. Drew Timmy. I think. No, name. not that kid. The, six, oh, the seven. Oh, kid. 
Another Trent one. Howard or something like that? Yes, yes. I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name. I'll give me a second. I'll look at it. He's up. a seven foot one white kid from yeah, Gonzaga. I know who you're talking about. He was like, he won like player of the game recently or something. By, by the way, I just played NBA 2K2 yet, 2K, 2K22 yesterday. And at the end of my season, I elected to let 18 year olds play in the NBA so that we can go back to the way things used to be where only white kids played college basketball because all the good players went straight to the NBA out of high school. Just true story. So you're trying to help Whitey. What's that? Yeah. Said, so you're trying to help Whitey. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want Anthony to have heroes again. <laughs> Guys like JJ Redick wouldn't even have be popular right now. JJ. if They didn't have college basketball because he, he sucked in the NBA, but he yeah, was Anthony's he, hero for years. He still is. Guy's a loser. No, he's not. Um, he's a loser. <laughs> it was the, the player's name is Chet Holmgren. That's the guy's name. I said Chet Howard. I was close. You were very close. Thanks to pant load, Chet. He was very good in that game. Keeping into this trend of college sports, I just want to say real quick, I'm very happy. My Florida State Seminoles beat Miami for the first time in like the last four years. Uh, it, it, it was a struggle, and they worked way harder than they needed to. And at halftime, I was sitting there like, you motherfuckers, I can't believe you did this to me again because they missed a field goal. And I was like, wide left again. We're doing this again. And then we, we pulled it out. So I just want to thank Coach Mike Norvell and the Florida State Seminoles for uh, for winning that one and, and saving my pride for my friends that root for Miami. Fuck the Canes and their felon fucking team. Thanks. Also, eventually we'll have to touch college football when it gets closer to the bowl season. And, uh, I just want to point out the biggest surprise this year for college football for me is Cincinnati being yeah. top five. Cincinnati Bearcats have never had a football team ever in the history of mankind. I don't even, I don't remember them ever being top 10 and this year they're top five. It's incredible. Yeah. And they're, they're just outside of the, the four, the college football playoff. I mean, there's a case you could make that they could be in the top four. I mean, and you know what? They get smoked by Georgia. Yeah. This guy, but, this guy did something else too. I don't like him personally. Jim Harbaugh can't stand him, but you know, Michigan's turned it around. I mean, he's a good he's a good college football coach. He is, no, he is. You know, so uh, congratulations to Michigan, except for Jim Harbaugh. Welcome. Congratulations yeah, to Rich Eisen, a struggling Jets fan. He's a Michigan grad, and I'm sure he's happy about his Wolverines. They got to play Ohio State soon, though, so they're going to lose. So. We'll see. We'll see. Ohio State doesn't have that magic anymore. Uh, I think they do. Alabama and Clemson stole that shit. Ryan Day owns Jim Harbaugh. We'll see, because Urban Meyer owned Jim Harbaugh too, I guess. But yeah, he did. So Ryan Day ain't shit. Was so scared last season, he canceled the game because of COVID. Yeah, While everyone else still played. Ohio State played like six game. games last year. That was the only game they canceled because Michigan didn't want it. Bullshit. Well, also Michigan has the largest stadium in the world. Yeah, but they were playing empty stadiums anyway. Were they? Yeah. It was a BS excuse. He was afraid of Ohio State. And our Ann Arbor is like the biggest stadium in America, though. No, it is. You heard it here, folk. The first folks, COVID, BS excuse. Cut the shit. <laughs> and that's from our lawyer. <laughs> I'm going to cancel my libs. But uh, let's move on. Move on. College <laughs> move on before Rook gets move this on far. Call it, Mike. But I just realized what I said. All right, we're moving into the NHL. And unfortunately, and you guys, I'm not sure if you guys, I saw it. 
All right. And I missed it. I missed it. I saw it live and Sammy Blay goes down with a torn ACL next to PK Subban, the dirt ball that he is. And I think TJ froze on us, but we'll get him back at some point. <laughs> um, he's, he's taking Rook's old job of freezing yeah. on us. But uh, Sammy Blay uh, pulls up on the <laughs> left side of the ice in the corner. And P.K. Subban looks to go for a slew foot and misses and kicks his and kicks his skate and his skate hits the edge of where the ice connects to the wall and he tears his ACL. Now, some people say, oh, that was incidental. P.K. Subban was looking for a slew foot there. You don't stick out your skate while you're skating by somebody innocently. It just doesn't make sense. There's only one reason to stick out your skate in front of somebody when you're passing them. It's to trip them. That's the only reason. So whatever P.K. Subban's reasons for what he was doing, they were not good. He didn't have good intent. Let's put it that way. T, did you happen to see that play? Scumbag. I did. And you know what? This is like, what, the third or fourth offense by P.K. Subban trying to slew foot somebody this season alone? Yeah. It's, okay, you're not a factor on the score sheet, so what, you're just going to be a dirtbag in the league? I mean, you're taking a page out of Tom Wilson, but at least Tom Wilson can get on the score sheet. It's ridiculous, and the fact that the league hasn't done anything about it with a repeat offender in, what, three weeks? It, about four or five times in three weeks? The worst that, is when he did it in preseason. Right. Yeah. It, it's it's getting to the point where, and I'm amazed that nobody has just destroyed this guy yet. Nobody's just gone into the corner hot and, and, and taken the two minutes for uh, boarding or anything. It, it, it's kind of pissing me off at this point. I, I just want somebody to go after him because this guy is purposely going out of his way to try to hurt players. Yeah. I, I will say that, you know, a lot of people wanted Reeves to go after him. Um, did you guys catch the quote that Reeves gave with regard to not. PK Subban? Basically Reeves said, why would I go after him? I'm going to drop gloves and he's going to run away and I'm going to do a penalty that serves no purpose. Yeah. He's not going to fight him. He's like, he won't fight me. Like, I know he won't fight me. But that's somebody that you take the two minutes, you board him into the corner, and then you drop the gloves because you're already going into the box. Make it count. Take uh, take a good piece. uh, The game yesterday, was it yesterday? Yesterday was chippy. Uh, And it ended with Anderson getting into a fight with uh, Truba. With Truba. And uh, and Reeves got into his first fight with the Rangers. Some Some young kid, I can't recall his name right now off the top of my head. Some young kid on the... uh, on uh, Montreal, <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking, but he took exception to a a, a clean hit from Reeves, and uh, t- and turned around and dropped gloves. <laughs> he must not have known who it was. Uh, Reeves made really easy work of him. I mean, his right arm was loose the entire time, and he was just throwing. Yeah, and you know what, Truba looked good too. Yeah, listen, Truba's a big boy. Truba can handle himself. He's not really a fighter like like Reeves is. You know, to no extent, I mean, to what Reeves is. Reeves is in that top heavyweight class, top five in my book. But Troop is a big boy, and he can handle himself. And most guys in the NHL can handle themselves. But I, I, I like the intensity. I like it. I the love Rangers the look on his games. face when he came turned around after that fight. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about Axonics therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control. It gave me my life back. Axonics therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about. And it can give you real lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. It's time to get your life back. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. He looked at the crowd and he was like, let's go. Oh, yeah. Dude, I love that, that, that brought me right back. That brought me right back to what was it? Uh, 92 and 93 with Ty Domi skating away, doing the old putting the belt around his waist. I, I love it. I love it. But you know what? That See, it, with Reeves, it's different. It, that's that's his wheelhouse. That's it where seems he very business. That's his office. It right. seems that's very his business. office. He, he, that's where he lives. So with Reeves, it's no big deal. He, if you're going to step up and you're not a big boy and you're not a fighter and you want to make a name for yourself, you're going to make a name for yourself with blood coming out of your face. I, I just love the fact that Reeves – the kid dropped gloves and the look on Reeves' face was like, you want to go? Oh, no, but okay. The, the best was when he was standing there and then he went, come on. You want to fight. Let's go. Yeah. The, the gloves were just like, let's go. And then the kid the, wouldn't move. Somebody must have screamed at the kid. What do you do? <laughs> I love the Hulk Hogan afterwards. That he was like to the crowd. Oh, yeah. Him. It's great. But the, talking about, you know, PK Subban and dirt. Did you guys, I sent you guys a clip of Crosby. Yeah. And he, his dirt. Yeah. Right? That was by far oh, the dirtiest thing I've seen this year. But you know what? That's Sidney Crosby. That's how he has always been since he entered the league. I mean, he always does the, the dirty play, dirty move, and he gets away with it because he's was the NHL's newest superstar when he first got into the league, and he would do stupid shit and get his teammates into fights for him, and he's just continuing it. it it's been throughout his career. He does dirty, cheap shit like that. And it's irritating for everybody except people who want to kiss his ass. And it seems like half the league wants to kiss his ass. You're not a Penguins fan, but you want to be a Sidney Crosby apologist. It's uh, embarrassing. I would say that if, if, if it was either one, either one of you two or anybody I've played sports with and you were on my team and an opposing player threw you into the boards like that, that was first of all, that was dangerous. He could have broke his neck. Yeah, that was very the way he landed. He landed on this side of his head against the glass. Yeah, it it was it was ugly. It was an ugly fall. Uh, If that was me and I was on, it it would have been worse than, you know, what happened in D2 when Dwayne grabs the rope when he's not even in the game and corrals the kid. Yeah, except I would have left my glove. I would have left my stick and my gloves behind and just jumped onto the ice and tackled him and just pulled him into the dirt like that would have been it. Not, but the not league, the ice into the, the dirt. League. He would have gone below the ice into the foundation of the stadium. The league and I would have been suspended out of their way, for though. a lifetime. I don't care. 
he would never do something stupid like that again. Not against Dude, my he, team. The the league has gone out of their way, and the refs and everybody is in on it with players like Crosby, who you can't touch. And the refs get right away, right away, right involved. They will get jump right in. They will not let you throw hands with him. I'll hit a ref. I don't care. Away. I don't it, care. It, it, it's, I, I promise you, something like that happened, they would not have been able to stop me. I would have taken off my skate and cut them with it, Happy Gilmore style. Listen, it, it's it's not a new thing with Sidney Crosby, and I'm not trying to say that he's not an amazing player because he is. He's a great playmaker. And he'll never have the respect that somebody like no, Gretzky he has, he, and he doesn't. He will never have the, the type of respect that somebody like McDavid has. No, but that's the thing. Connor McDavid plays the game to score goals and put points up, and that's it. He's not interested in doing any of that other stuff. Sidney Crosby seems to be one of those people who gets very frustrated very easily and wants to just go after people. And it, the league allows it. You know who okay. it reminds me of? Who was the pitcher for the Rangers that he'd give up a home run or something like that and then drill the next batter? And then somebody like Teixeira would come up and get hit by a pitch. And Teixeira actually got into a fight with the guy. Oh, his own teammate, because Teixeira and, and I can't remember, I want to say it was Hank Blaylock at the time, if you remember the name. Kept getting hit by pitches. Yeah. And it was because this guy kept drilling the hitters on the other team when he would give up big hits. I can't and, remember who it was. Though. And I can't what remember, uh, I can't remember who the pitcher was, but Teixeira confronted him and was like, dude, if I get hit by another pitch because of you, I'm gonna punch you in your face. Cause you don't bat. This is the American League. You don't bat. Uh look it you know, up. I, I know you're gonna you look it up, but meanwhile, I know we're talking about these scumbags, but I want to talk about how hot the Rangers are right now. Yeah. They're playing great. Chris Kreider is one of the hottest goal scorers. He's Mr. Power play right now. Dude, he's filthy in front of that net. Anywhere around that net, okay, whether it's just a tip-in goal, a deflection, or just giving him a one-touch pass and he just redirects it right to the back of the net, it's amazing to watch him work in front of that crease. Yeah, what was the play last night against the Canadians? Uh, who was that? Was that Mika who passed it across the ice on the tape? Or is that somebody else? Who was it? Yeah, I, I can't remember who. I think it was Mika. Yeah, Mika. Mika yeah, with the pass to Kreider. Beautiful pass onto the right, and he just Kreider. and he just little one touch bang yes. to the back of the net. That right. was an incredible play. And then also you have Kreider who won the overtime well shootout game. Um, with an incredible uh, shootout goal too. So did you, did did you electric. hear what uh what Galan said about that? No, what did he say? He said that Kreider hadn't been in a shootout in eight years or something like that. Really? And I that he was say it was weird to see him in it. And he was hiding at the end of the bench to avoid having to be in the shootout. Really? That's a lot of said. guys don't like it. A lot of guys do not enjoy that. You know who I know like doesn't like shootouts? Georgiev. Because he can't <laughs> stop a one-on-one for his life. Rightly well, so. He, he won enough for that one, though. So, I mean, that was good. But, yeah, Kreider, when he scored that goal, that shootout goal, and he did the, like, he got down to the one knee, and, like, that pump, man, that fired me up, man. And Capo Caco is back. Yeah, I'm excited about. Randy Have you guys Caco. been watching him play? Yeah, yeah, He's playing real big these days. Caco uh, Taco Tuesday. Caco Taco Tuesday. Yeah, Taco Tuesdays. We should we should make a shirt. It says Caco Tuesdays instead of Taco Tuesdays. Yeah, I mean, how often do the Rangers actually play on Tuesdays? You never, you know, they, never know the NHL. You never know in the NHL. Like last week, they were off for five I would days say for at no least, reason. Uh, twice a month, they'll play on the Tuesday. I think it's worth the investment, but uh, I'll buy. Yeah, that'll be but, uh, but yeah, Kako's on fire right now. Panarin's, you know, still, you know, Panarin's Panarin. You know, I yeah, Panarin's dude, P- Panarin is, is like 
And I, I feel like until the Rangers run deep in the playoffs, he won't get enough credit. To He's a top 10 player in the league. Absolutely. Easily. Easily. Absolutely. But because of the Rangers' track record since he's been on a team with the playoff runs or non-playoff runs, I should say, it it, it seems like it just he, – he's kind of under the radar with everybody except, you know, the Eastern Conference or the Northeast mm-hmm. in particular. But the guy scores goals. The guy's involved in plays. He creates plays. He moves the puck. It, it, it's He's a pleasure his, to watch. He's his, a superstar we've been waiting for for the past 15, 20 years. Oh, honestly, that. his like, ice awareness is amazing. Listen, he's the full package. He is the full package. It's and like and I really want to see them take a deep run into the playoffs because somebody like that is the reason why they will make a deep run. The only thing that you would wish that you could do, and it's not his fault, is you wish he was four inches taller. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, if he was four inches taller, then, then, then somebody like Tom Wilson doesn't ragdoll him like he does last year. He's like um, – how like when we traded for when the Rangers traded for Rick Nash, like everyone thought Rick Nash was gonna be like this. Yeah, game. yeah, like, you're right. That That's was, our track like, record. He actually scores and makes plays. Like it's so much fun to watch him on the ice, and like the fact that he's a New York Ranger just makes me like, excited. But that's we're a Ranger that that that's actually paid off, and and he and he's he's paying dividends tenfold. Look at who else we've got. Rick Nash didn't really work out. No, Chris Drury playoffs. Chris Drury scores more points up in the front office at this point than he did in his career yeah. with the Rangers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know we, what, though? We That's Marty St. Louis. Goodrow's on fire his, right now, too. Yeah. We had Marty St. Louis towards the end of his career, which he did produce. Uh, he produced. Uh, but that's what I mean. You knew what you were getting out of him. He had Yarmir Yager in the middle of his the career. End of his career. Yarmir Yager yeah. in the middle, middle, in the middle now, of his career. It's the middle because he keeps playing, but it's really the, the very <laughs> Is he playing right his, now. Yeah, and uh, the KHL, I believe. Somewhere in the world, Yamir Yager is playing hockey. That guy loves hockey, man. I think he's like 45, <laughs> 46 now. He's like the Julio Franco of hockey. He won't give it up. I love He'll it, He'll be though. collecting Social Security and paychecks. Listen, I'll time. never hate on Yamir Yager because, <laughs> I mean, they, listen, the guy was playing with Gretzky and Messier and all these guys, and where are they? And where now he's he playing right with their kids. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. But I wish the best On top good. of the fact – that Yarmir Yager had that uh that model that tried to blackmail him a couple years back. She uh spent the night with Yarmir Yager and took a whole bunch of pictures of him like sleeping naked next to her in bed. And she was trying to blackmail him, like, oh, you know, give me this much money or I'm gonna l- release it. And he goes, All right, I'll fucking release it for you. I don't give shit. <laughs> I love when Yager was still playing. They had the the, the traveling Yagers, and they all those like seven or eight guys would each wear a Yager jersey from each yeah. team. And they all had the fake mullets. That was awesome. Awesome. Someone should just sign them. Just yeah. the the, yesterday, the trivia question was: uh, the Rangers played their first game against the Montreal Maroons seventy-five years ago today. Who scored the first goal? <laughs> and Sam Rosen goes, Yarmir Yager. <laughs> Sam Rosen is a national treasure. <laughs> Yarmir Yager. That's yeah. And you, you know, know what? what? I I haven't heard Sam do that many uh, NFL games this year. He might be all in for the NHL, all in for the Rangers. I love it. Who does he do uh, NFL games for? He usually gets uh, the random four o'clock West Coast game, something like does that. He? Yeah. Is he really? I don't know. Yeah. He, he, for years, he was doing NFL games. I've, I don't think I've ever heard him do an NFL game. Really? Let's see. Let's see if he, he's even on the, the rundown for Rangers broadcast is always the best. The Rangers broadcast is amazing. And again, I, I maintain that Steve Valaket is gigantic and I didn't realize it until Halloween. 
when he stood next to Hank. And I was like, oh, my God, how big is Steve Aliquette? And apparently he's only like an inch shorter than Charo. Really? Than Chara. Than Chara. Yeah, wow. I and Chara's 6'9". Yeah, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying when you said I didn't realize he was that much. Like, yeah. That's how tall he is. Damn, that's crazy. But uh, I think yeah, he, he usually does the uh, NFL on Fox. Okay. Uh, Okay. The Islanders are not doing that great, which I couldn't be more happy to see. Screw the Islanders yeah. and their ugly ass chicken sandwich. Fuck them. But uh, I think we've talked about the Rangers to death. Let's yeah. move on to the NFL week 10 and then oncoming week 11. Uh, Rook, what do you got for me for week 10 of the NFL? What's, what's your surprises and what's your news of the week? Well, this is not my surprise because I kind of knew this was coming, but all that Jets hype about Mike White. So he just turned into a pumpkin. I mean, that's his Cinderella story ended quite quickly. A lot of Jet fans were really into Mike White. And it's crazy because not, and this is not about you guys. I know you're both Jet fans, but I'm talking about Jets Twitter, how quickly they go from one story to the next. They're like, some guy I saw recently on Twitter was like, Josh Johnson's a better, uh, better quarterback for Zach Wilson to learn from than Mike White. And here's why. And it's like, you already jumping to Josh Johnson. So, yeah, basically, already moving on to Josh Johnson. And then Josh, Josh Johnson, not even on the like, – oh, he's not going to be active roster member because they already have Joe Flacco starting. And then we also have the Jets fans that you saw on Twitter, I think today, was that they're already saying that um, – the what was his name? Salah is another version of Adam Gase. Which you, don't say his, you don't say his name, I do because I'm not a Jeff. No, fan. you don't say his name. Nobody says his name. Okay. Everybody in the whole football free world needs to forget that AG existed. All right. I don't want to see him coach. I don't want to see him talk about coaching. I don't want to see him standing next to anything that's in the shape of an oval because it somewhat resembles a football. All right. He's done. He's well, done. The here. exciting thing about the Giants and the Jets sucking is that come draft time, we have to do a live show because the New York Jets and New York Giants right now have a combined four picks in the top 10. That's we'll see what that gets them. Future's looking bright. <laughs> but uh, so I'll give you a reason for why Jets fans jump around from hot topic to hot topic, because when you have to deal with 50 years plus of trash, here's my Brooksy fucking face. Put his face away. I'm tired of looking at his stupid <laughs> ass. I hate that guy. Um, oh, you know, 50 years of, of ineptitude, right? Because Joe Namath stole his soul, sold his soul to the devil, and the devil will not let us win until he collects. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You look for anything to be hopeful about and be happy about, you know? Uh, so, so when something good happens, you're like, I, I want more of that because you just want anything good to happen. Think of it like being a person who goes without a meal very often. Anytime you get a morsel of food, you don't get, you don't sit there and go, let me savor it. No, 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 no. I'm going to eat it as fast as I can. And as much as I can, because the Lord knows when I'm going to eat again. And that's jet. That's jets. One Oh one. So the funny thing I saw today was uh, something about Chad Pennington, and then somebody goes, Chad Pennington was a winner. And I was like, what did he win? <laughs> what did he moving, win? Moving forward. You, you hate Chad arms Pennington. In a career? Dude, you hate Chad Pennington, but he didn't get picked off. 
You're right. He didn't get picked off. He didn't throw touchdowns either. He didn't win games either. So, yeah, you're right. Let's not get off topic. Let's not get off topic here. Charlie, the original Charlie checked down. Oh, who are you telling getting off topic? You you didn't close your laptop again? You're going (laughs) to sign off? So, as Jet fans, I mean, are you guys happy with Flacco now leading the charge here? No. It doesn't make a difference. Absolutely not. You want to lose as much as you can at this point, right? It, it doesn't it, get it, it, no. I don't. But that's been the goal of the past what three years. I don't expect to win games. I expect to make progress. Any progress. I don't care. I, I just want to see the needle move in the right direction. I'm tired of this crap. Okay, lately it's this. It's this. I'm tired of that crap. What I want is I want the needle going this way, a gradient up that way. That's all I want. It's a roll. I know they're not winning the Super Bowl. I know they're not making the playoffs. I know they're not going to win six games. I want them to at least – I want to be interested in the game beyond halftime. But that's the problem. There's no consistency with defense. There's zero consistency you know, with offense. We have nothing to look forward to. We can't – on a week-to-week basis, we can't look at a breakdown and say, well, at least they're doing this right. Right. And then and then even the things that they are successful with, you know, people go, well, what about, you know, Michael Carter? One, not Michael Carter, so he plays defense. What about – uh? What about uh, uh, Elijah Moore? They, they're, they're putting up numbers in garbage time. They're putting up numbers in garbage. Like, we're already losing by 40 points by the time they're scoring touchdowns. Who cares? That would be like being the guy who steals second base in the ninth inning when you're down by eight runs. Like, all these touchdowns that they're scoring in the fourth quarter down by 40 points, that's defensive indifference. That's what the, In baseball, that's what we would call that. When you steal a base that nobody cared about because you're still losing – it's called, Ricky de- Henderson. it's called defensive indifference, right? Where the defense just lets you steal second base because you don't make a difference. That's that's the touchdown that Moore scored on Sunday. He scored that touchdown, and instead of losing by 40 points, they lost by 33. Who cares? You know, but but Mike Greenberg from Mike and Mike in the morning, he actually tweeted something today uh, that was – yeah, I mean, it's, it was pretty spot on. Known huge Jets fan. And he is a huge Jets fan. That is correct. And he said, the Jets coaching staff is doing the worst thing you can do, which is constantly changing course in their words and actions. They have no consistency. They have no plan. They have no clue. And that's true. They have no, they, they're they just think, trying. They're throwing shit against the screen, hoping it sticks. Do you think they're just playing Flacco because they made the trade for him? They're like, we got to prove to the fan base that, there was a reason why we made this trade. Yeah, probably. Just, probably. I, will I love how either that or they're looking to trade Mike White and they're trying to maintain his uh, – Keep him higher. Yeah. His higher. Yeah, his value. I love how everybody is is trying to go after Rex Ryan now because Rex Ryan had some words. Like everybody forgot that Rex Ryan was pretty damn successful. Let's the most call successful Jets head coach in the last 40 years. Yeah. 50 years. And and for some reason, people want to throw him on the back burner as a pay no mind. uh, What does he know? He knows a little bit. My favorite thing is he won those games with Mangini's team. I'm sorry. I forgot where Mangini was the GM. Yeah. Right. And people don't, a lot of people are not understanding. There's a head coach and there's a GM. The GM assembles the team. That's what the GM does. Gives you the players you need to play. Right. The head coach creates the scheme and utilizes those players in, to the best of their ability and his to fit the scheme, right? So what you don't want to do is acquire a player who can't run your scheme 
and then force him to fit that mold. That's what you don't want. So if there's a running back that doesn't have power so he can't dive, you don't make that guy dive because your, your, your scheme says dive. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. If there's a cornerback that can't play man, you don't make him play man because your scheme plays man. He will fail every time. That's not his niche. He doesn't do that. Yeah. So a lot of people are going, oh, that was Mangina's team. Mangini team. Mangini put that team together. Mangini's not the GM. He's not. He's not. I guess Mangini got the best out of Mark Sanchez, too, which nobody else in the league could. Well, I mean, Mark Sanchez wasn't the quarterback when Mangini was coach but that's not the point but the point is, that- is you got somebody you, you have rex ryan getting to two afc games with a rookie mark quarterback sanchez. with, with okay. a rookie quarterback and, and and where did mark sanchez go after he left the jets what did he do he he, he disappeared into mediocrity he's well, that Castle. was because tim tebow ruined his career but um <laughs> but point being is that you know it's rex not- ryan deserves all the credit in the world yeah. yeah yeah at the end of his career at the end of his career as a jets head coach he didn't do well, and and I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure that's every head coach in the history of head coaches. You don't get fired because you're still winning. That's true. All right, well, moving on from the Jets here. Um, Giants were on by. It's not much there, but they have the Bucks coming up on a Monday night football game, which kind of annoys me because I have to stay up late and watch that stupid fucking Why game. Why bother? They're about to get destroyed. I know. I, I don't think so. I'm be sleeping. Anyway. So. Um, the Giants have traditionally gotten to Tom Brady. They have. They have. They played the Bucs actually really hard last year. But the thing is, my problem is the Bucs are coming off from an upset against uh, Washington football teams. So, I mean, I feel like they're going to come out and play really well against the Giants. And the Giants have to go to Tampa Bay. Um, Where the so, weather is nice. It's good. Oh, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't really have much faith in them, but that's annoying. I um, have faith that they'll cover the spread. And what is the spread right now? 11. 11. Oh, 11. Yeah. We'll see what it is on Monday night see what they cover it. But. Uh, Jags still suck. They're uh, they're gonna but not nearly as much as the Jets, apparently. No, they stuck more than the Jets. Well, they actually covered the spread, though. So, can we add in applause here for the Jags? Like, they covered the spread again. Can you like put a little clip of the Bart Simpson? At least you tried. Nobody applauds they, for the they were down, they were down 17 nothing and they lost that game 21 17. I will not applause for the Jaguars at all. <laughs> Editor, do not applause for the Jaguars. If the Jaguars played, if if the Jets and the Jags traded places right now, the Jaguars would be the laughing stock of the NFL instead of the Jets. But because they play in a mediocre town, where a one a one horse town, as they call it, nobody cares. I don't know why Jacksonville even even has a football team. 
Well, I will say they're not a one-horse town because they do have an ABA basketball team called the Jacksonville Giants. I don't know if you know this, but the ABA stopped being a thing when the Nets joined the <laughs> I NBA. Know. I know, I know. I'm just joking. Um, anyway, so the last Wayne, time the ABA was relevant, Dave Winfield got drafted by them. <laughs> I'm I'm kidding, Nick. Obviously, I know the ABA is not fucking relevant. Anyway, unless Rams Jackie Moon stink. is at the head of the team. Come on, the Rams stink for the second straight week. They got OBJ in their debut, and he was absolutely garbage. So is it OBJ? So wait, so was it Baker or was it OBJ? Was it or yeah, was the first play that I know TJ tweeted it out, but that first, I guess it was second play, technically the OBJ, where Stafford just tosses it downfield. One of those, like, it's obviously a really bad throw, just throws it up. Who gives a shit? Someone's out there. And then it also looked like OBJ kind of stopped. He just stops. He's like, Yeah, I'm not catching and this. So he's like, God, like the play's already dead. I'm just going to stop here. And then Stafford shuts it out, like fucking OBJ down there somewhere. And then he gets picked off. Well, Beckham is a cancer to every locker room and every two receptions, team, 18 and that's yards. It. Yeah, that's it. He's a bum. He, he's a nobody. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and it could hey, be hey, hey, from Grace. Giants fans told me he was the next Jerry Rice when he was a rookie. All right. Yeah. Listen, uh, me. dude, the, the fall from Grace couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Literally, he's literally <laughs> been shit since he took that stupid top, uh, shirtless photo on that boat. The when boat. They, it wasn't shirtless, it was a sheer shirt. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> if you haven't, uh, if you haven't looked on YouTube in, in the last like eight years, um, just look up Odell Beckham Jr. is not gay. It's the funniest video about the NFL. And then there's a second one where OB, OBJ is still not gay. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. And there's coming to America jokes in it. And uh, it's great. I, I, I don't know what the guy's name is that does the video. His name is Ryan something. I don't remember the guy's name, but uh, he's hilarious and he and he and he absolutely crushes it. Uh, if you get the opportunity, look it up. It's funny. I almost died. The uh, yeah, great. Watch. So what do you guys, you guys think the Rams bounce back from here, or you think they're uh, they're just treading downwards and they're not? They probably still make the playoffs, but I don't know I'll say I'll say th- this: if you know, for the sake of Rams fans, I hope they bounce back because uh, fuck them picks. Oh, yeah, seriously, actually, when you think about it, they went all in. Oh, they actually are they're owing two since they put in uh what did you how did you say a gif? It's a gif a gif of uh what's his name? My, it wasn't uh, a gif, it was a meme. No, Malkovich, what's his name? John Malkovich. He put he put the uh the, the gif of him from Rounders. Oh is all in and he splashes the pot. They put that as their gif when they traded for Von Miller. And now they're 0 2 6. Has he played for them yet? Yeah, he played last night. I mean, sorry, yeah. last night. Monday, what was it? Sunday night football? Who, who, yeah, who just got traded for he, and hasn't played yet? Dude, he played. He got absolutely wrecked by Kittle. But Kittle. Kittle destroyed post. Destroyed him. Oh, my God. Destroyed, destroyed him. Ran through him like he wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. A pancake block by Kittle. Yep. Well, at least he's doing something because Kittle's not going to do much. Football. And then um, are the Chiefs back? I don't think so. I think he just got a shitty Raiders team at a good time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you guys see that baffling play by the Sean Jackson when he – I know TJ missed it because I was tweeting – I was texting TJ about this, but he was like, I missed it. But basically, he was like wide open downfield. Derek Carr hits him. He He's like a, he's like a 15. If he just goes on a beeline for the end zone, he probably gets in. He just stutter steps, cuts back behind him, 
And as he turns around, the DB the comes gets punched out. Punched yeah, I watched it, it afterwards. What I, the I, hell I, it, doing? I, it honestly looked like it looked like a like a little Giants play from the movie. It looked like he got confused <laughs> as to which way he was supposed to run. What movie? Yeah, Little Giants. Oh, Rick Moranis. No, <laughs> you were like, it looks like a little Giants play from the movie. Rick Moranis and uh, what's <laughs> I don't think you need to address the fact that Little Giants is in fact a movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. Yeah, that is a good movie. But uh, you know, I mean, that's classic. listen, Deshaun, Deshaun Deshaun Jackson has always been one of my least favorite players in in sports. Uh, I remember years ago, and you guys know I watch college football. You know, uh, that being said, I also watch the Army game. Now, if you don't know, the Army game is a game played amongst the top tier high school players. Uh, that's sponsored by the U.S. Army, and they announce what college they'll be going to um, at the game. So, like, if you're un- if you're undeclared, that it's it's on like it's on CBS or eight or NBC or or Fox or something like that. And you'll um and we apparently lost TJ. Uh, y- you'll declare on live TV, national TV. Um, and, and say, uh, you know, I'm going to this college on this time, blah, 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 whatever. Deshaun Jackson as a 18 year old kid jumps into the end zone and drops the ball on the one yard line accidentally. And I kept thinking, wow, what an idiot fast forward four years later. And some receiver for the, uh, the Cowboys drops the ball on the one yard line. And I go. What an idiot. I remember some kid in high school did that four years ago. You mean Eagles. And I look it up, and it's the same kid, and that moron didn't learn anything for four years about securing the ball going into the end zone. Well, that was when he was on the Eagles, but uh, – Yeah, he when he was Cowboys. on the Eagles. He was playing against the Cowboys. Oh, they just said he was on the Cowboys. No, he's playing, he's playing against the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, and he, he throws the ball down on the one-yard line. Yeah, that was one of the pictures, the memes that were going around was it was that picture – of him on the one yard line and the, the picture from uh, Sunday night. And it's like Deshaun Jackson did not score on either of these plays. And it was like, what is going on? I saw that. Yeah, I I saw that. Um, But it it was the 2005 army bowl. And I'm pretty sure he does like a a flip into the end zone and drops the ball on the one yard line or something like that. Just stupid. Yep. That's a hundred percent. What he does. He goes to do a cartwheel into the end zone and drop the ball on the one yard line. Just stupidity. Just As an 18 year old kid, and then he did it again against the against the Cowboys. That that guy's a, a full fledged moron. I've never seen somebody drink the Kool Aid, his own Kool Aid, as much as him. He's a loser. Yeah. All right. Well, and that's we- why he has been a cancer to most teams that he's been on. That's all right. All right. So let's. All right. Well, now we're done talking about week ten. Let's move into week eleven here. Um, you know, I already spoke about it before, but the Giants, Bucks, I'm looking forward to that. You have the Jets, Dolphins, who I think TJ's on the Jets in that one. Um, I'd like to see the Jets show us something. You know, it, it, yeah. it's a rivalry game. It, it would be nice. It's at home to see something from the Jets. Yeah. Because I, mean, I just want to see everybody building the Bills game like as if, oh, the Jets stack up well against the Bills. You know, they're going to come out strong. Didn't happen. It was a joke. So I'd like I like. I just want to see changes out. made. And you also have the Dolphins coming up north too, which they're coming from sunny Florida. So 
it's always tougher when the cold weather sets in for these sunshine state teams. So listen, I'm a chance. I'm a sick person. I just want to, I'm a firm believer. If you can't beat them, beat them. So, you know, if you're getting beat up, just punch somebody in the face, take your helmet off and crack somebody across the face with it. I'm all right with that. Like (laughs) at least you're showing me something because nobody on that team gets angry about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody on that team has any emotion. Like, like at least Rex would get upset when they lost. Yeah. Salah's like, yeah, well, that's not what we want to do out there. You yeah, know, shit, that's not what you want to do. Hello? Yeah. Like, you got, I mean, I guess for him, it's like a young quarterback. I guess that's like kind of his thing where it's like, we didn't have much ex- expectations this year. Roll wait, the- oh, hold on. A out. young quarterback who's playing? Because Zach Wilson hasn't I mean, played in three right weeks. Now, I know. I don't want to get back to the Jets again. We've already dealt a ton of with the Jets already. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's just, I know, I know what you're talking about. But, um, I don't know. We're talking about before earlier. We were doing our picks in the 49ers Jags game. It was like one of those games where like the Niners would come across the country playing Jacksonville and like for somehow, somehow, some way, lose that game. Like that'll that'll happen again. Um, and then I don't know if you guys. Are, I'm not looking forward to a Lions Browns game. That sounds um, stupid as well. That sucks. Once again, I'm looking at the number the week this week for what games are out there. And none of them looked that great. I maybe Washington versus Carolina might be interesting. Uh, Saints Eagles might be good. I was I was looking at that too. Saints Eagles might be all right. Arizona Texas versus Titans. Seattle. Pa- Packers Vikings is going to be a good game. But oh right. Well, is Aaron Rodgers playing this week? Yeah. Yeah, he played last week. Okay. That's um, a game that sucks. It's only a one one p.m. game. I thought that would have been a four o'clock national if, game. But, uh, right. Kyler Murray is hopeful to play this week. So if if he does play against the Seahawks, that's a good game. And Russell Wilson should be a little bit better than last week. He was like, it was the I first time he got shut out, I think, in his career. Yeah, yeah, it was. I'm glad for it because the Jets owned their first-round pick. Thanks, Jamal Adams, yeah. who also got his first pick of his career like the other day. No, he tied with Vince Wilfork. I think Vince Wilfork has three. I think that was Jamal Adams' like first pick of his career. Was it really? I mean, I, it might have been his third, yeah. It might, it might have been his third, but Vince Wilfork. I just want to point out that uh, – the tackle. Shaq Lawson and Jamal Adams have the same amount of interceptions this year. Shaq, Shaq Lawson plays defensive end. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Vince Wilfork was a defensive tackle for all those years to the Patriots, and he has three interceptions. Jamal Adams plays a DB position, and he only has three in his career. Um, actually, you know what? I don't like the Cowboys, but I think the Cowboys-Chiefs game would be good, too. That sounds like it might be entertaining. I think that game, I wish they had flexed that game to Sunday night because the Sunday night game kind of sucks. Steelers, Chargers. I feel like Steelers just, I don't know, they're like, sometimes they're like, even when they win, they're not good. Yeah. Well, Ben's you old, know, man. But, but, but th- think about it. The Steelers knew going into the season, keeping Ben, that this is what was going to happen. What did you expect to get out of Ben? I, I got to say, I don't, I, don't, I don't watch a lot of Steelers football, but I watched them play Monday night football the other day. Uh, last week and Ben looks awful he doesn't have like he's always been a big guy but he was always a little mobile he was mobile like a little bit less mobile than Donovan McNabb he was hard to sack he was hard to sack you know yeah he was a tough guy but you know but now he looks slow he looks looks very slow lumbering he can't I think he only averages like um something like less than five yards and throws like it's not like like, if, like, maybe his yard is more, but, like, on actual throws. You know what's crazy to think, though, is that Ben Roethlisberger is still playing football and Phillip Rivers isn't. And neither is Eli Manning. Well, Eli Manning sucked at football, but 
Philip Rivers was actually a good quarterback. So like they all were quarterbacks draft in the same year. That's why they were, they were, but it's crazy that Ben is still playing and Philip Rivers isn't, but that, but that's because Phil decided not to play, not because he, nobody wanted him. He I said, would take Philip Rivers on the Jets right now in heartbeat. Philip Rivers wanted to come back and play for the Saints after they lost Winston. Yeah. So actually, he said, uh, once his kid is done with his high school season, give him a call. Him and Josh McCown said the same thing because they're both kept coaching their kids' high school football teams. Yeah. Yeah. That's special, um, though. Like, you can't, you can't hate on that. No, no, you can't hate that. And when then you have enough money that you wait, don't have to work wait, anymore. Sure. Which kid? Because Phil Rivers got like 11. He's the Antonio <laughs> Cromartie of quarterbacks. <laughs> Um, the last game I'm saying, uh, the Bengals Raiders, I think that's just going to be, they're both two teams that have just been stumbling as of late. They need the to Bengals find their identity. Buy. They need to find their identity. got to deep, dig deep, dig deep, figure it out. Come on, Joe Burrow. Um, I see. I, I'm, I'm opposite. I went to Vegas this year. I'm rooting for the Raiders. I like, I like Joe Burrow, but that's I. That's inexplicable. You have no reason to like Joe Burrow at all. I liked, okay, I wanted, I'll explain it. He went to LSU. I'm a huge Coach O fan. So when Coach O was there, I, and he won the championship, he won it with Joe Burrow. So ever since then, I've been a fan of Joe Burrow's. Why are you a Coach O fan? Because he's hilarious. Have you ever talked to Coach O? Hear him talk? Have like an interview with Coach O? You ever see those? Listen, I'm a Bobby Bowden guy. Don't talk to me about any other coach. I don't want to hear about any other coach. All coach right? O, Bobby Bowden player. forever. Coach O talked like this. talked like this. and got real deep voice, Cajun accent. Like this. So does oh, James love, Carville. I don't give a shit about love, him either. I love Coach O. You're crazy. Coach O's the best. Mm. So is Joe Burrow. But I think that's going to be a shootout. That was my overpick this year. This You're week. a shootout. I think they're going to at least each put up like 25, 30 points each. That's going to be a 10 to 3 game. <laughs> it probably is because I'm thinking it's going to be good, but it's probably going to be so bad. So moving on to the MLB, the Yankees offseason continues. With a bunch of rumors from nobodies. That was the big thing on Twitter this week. Some rando said that the Yankees were trading for Olsen today, and every news media person got mad that somebody broke a story and it wasn't them. Now, whether that story is true or not, I personally, it doesn't make a difference because 95% of what the media says isn't true either. But they got so mad. They're like, don't report stuff that you don't know. This guy's a nobody. You should listen to me. You don't report shit that's any like Lindsay Adler. You don't report anything that's reliable either. All right. Like, listen, it, it's all rumor until it happens. And somebody story. posted today yeah. sources oh. Yankees won't spend big money on shortstop. And I wrote sources, aka it's a slow day, and I just made some shit up. Pretty much. <laughs> so some kid, uh, I don't know, it was I'm saying a kid, but some guy on Twitter. Uh, I think it was like the Bleacher Creature or something like that. He wrote, Verlander and Scherzer uh, said they want to play together one more time. And then uh, I was like, What's your, who's your so- source? He's like, I have them. I'm just not naming them. I'm like, you don't have a fucking source. I'm it's sorry. Like, when, um, did, when did Verlander and Scherzer play together? They, they, were they on the, doc, Tigers, the, the Tigers, Tigers together? Yeah, the Tigers together. But he was How like, long ago was that? Was that six years ago? Yeah, barely not longer than that, dude. They both won World Series since they left that team. Yeah, and like if that's the case, then that means Scherzer's going to sign with the Houston Astros, which sucks. I saw Ben Verlander said that that Verlander is going to play with the Astros. He already got it confirmed. Okay, that was confirmed a couple hours ago. He's already going to play with the Astros again. He went back for a one year deal. Good. I hope he blows his arm out. But I'm like, when that kid said that he wanted to name his source, it reminds me of the uh, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The Office episode when Jim Carrey. No, is it Jim Carrey? Not Jim Carrey. It's uh, the other actor, um, Will, Will Arnett. And he's like, he's like, I have a three-step plan. He's like, one is this, two is this, and he's like, third step, I'm not going to tell you until you hire me. And they're like, well, like we won't hire unless we know what the plan is. And he's like, I got a plan. I'm telling you guys, I have a plan. It's there. It's I'm telling you. Like it was kind of like that kid just be like, I have a source. I'm just not telling you the source. At, at, at source. the end, he said, "What does he say at the end?" He says something along the lines of like. Co- copyright or something like that yeah trademark. yeah he, he, trademark trademark did you just trademark that just now <laughs> yeah yeah and that's basically what the kid was doing i was like who? and like everyone was asking him too so that's why i did it because everyone was like well who's your source and he's like i have a source but i can't name who it is and, and you're lying it's like i can't name it i'm a firm believer in the media that if you say from a source then you're lying yeah it's just like because i remember about 12 years ago uh tim kalashaw was saying sources say Revis reports next week and he sat out the entire preseason. And I'm like, so much for those sources, huh, Tim? Maybe stick to Dallas news. Well, we tried breaking news with the Rangers. We, and our, we, our source, we named it. it was oh, yeah, we absolutely named like, our, our source. I, I have no problem naming our source. But you know what? He's a great guy and he wouldn't get upset about it. Yeah, He's a, Sean Avery is the king and he wouldn't get mad about us being like Sean Avery said it. He'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I did. Who was it? He said it was going to be someone else. Not it was, he said it was going to be Patrick Waugh. Yeah, that's right. He said it was going to be Rod. And you know what? If he would have been right, I wouldn't have been mad about it. Yeah. yeah. T, what about you? No, not at all. And not because we broke the news, but just because I like Patrick Waugh. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. But uh, a badass. But I, but I did see, you know, the Yankees aren't going to spend big money on um, a free agent shortstop. I saw that. It said sources. Wait, but the best part is that guy said sources. They're not going to spend money. And then right. Brian Hawk said his sources say that they are going to spend big money on a shortstop. And uh, the dual, dueling sources. <laughs> Syndergaard has left the Mets. Who uh, cares? He's going to the Angels. Where he another place of mediocrity. Suck. Yeah, the secondary market team from one big city to another big city. Imagine leaving the Mets where you're in New York City to go to a fucking team that nobody even knows exists. I mean, <laughs> nobody really knows that the Mets exist either, so. Yeah, and then you also have Eduardo Rodriguez signs the Tigers five years, seventy-seven million. I think it's overpaying because I don't think he's really that great of a pitcher. The uh, the Mets hire a GM finally. Oh, the Mets did they they hired Billy Epler, but you know who Billy Epler is, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the guy that ran freaking the Angels into the ground, and and the guy who hired Mickey Calloway, even though they <laughs> knew that Mickey Calloway had sexual harassment issues. So he's also another who doesn't. The I mean, come two, on. Who the doesn't? Last, the last two GMs for the Mets was the guy who had sexual harassment charges. They fired him. And then the second guy was the guy who got a DUI. Then they then they think they made Sandy the uh, GM for the rest of the year. And then now they hired this guy who once again allowed sexual harassment into, into his organization. And he's a GM for the Angels that had Mike Trout, Otani, and not once did they make the playoffs. With Time Mike out. Trout Time out. Let, let, let's not make this guy out to be like Joe Pa. Allowing kids to be raped in the showers. No, I'm, I'm not practice. saying that. But I'm saying that Dude, you, sexual you, you harassment, sexual harassment, fucking cases 
in any workplace. They're, they're, they're everywhere. Okay. And to sit there and try to root through if they're legitimate or not legitimate is not the job of the fucking GM. No, but I'm trying to say is that it's just more controversy for the Mets because they. But that's a bullshit controversy. I'm sorry, it's a bullshit controversy. That's lazy news, is what TJ said. Yeah, it's every every organization throughout the fucking world has sexual harassment cases pending. Okay, and I would say, unfortunately, because of the world we live in, about sixty to seventy percent of them are fucking bullshit. Oh, he looked at me the wrong way. Like it's horseshit. Well, the worst okay, part about that is that like, it actually hurts the real victims. 100% hurts the real victims, okay? And who's going to be a judge, jury, and executioner when you have shit like, li- listen, we all watch what happened to those poor fucking Duke kids. End of story. It's not the GM's job to sort through who's guilty and who's innocent. That's for the courts to decide. To hire somebody with a pending case, how many pending cases do you think for somebody that has any type of clout and fame in any aspect of life, whether it's entertainment, business, sports, anything like that, that there's sexual harassment claims well, out there. Well, T, that that's 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 the media we live in. Somebody asked today uh, whether or not Joe Flacco was vaccinated. He said no, and he said, "But I'm not going to discuss it because it detracts from football, and that's what I'm focusing on." Yeah, right. And somebody asked, like, who asks that question? I go, "Listen, dude, if the media only focused on football, the headlines would be very boring." Yeah. That's true. Like if they only reported the news and when I say news, I mean facts, you know what the facts in sports are the score at the end of the game and the stats that happen during the game. Yeah. Other than that, 95% of the rest of the crap that's posted in the news is bullshit. It's it's speculatory and it's hearsay. We're sitting here arguing about people that may or may not have pending sexual harassment cases or hired people that had pending sexual harassment cases while we just talked about how shitty Ben Roethlisberger is and how many people does that guy have to fucking rape before he loses his job. He can't even throw the goddamn ball and he still has a job. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, so I, what I was sure also say though is that you have a guy who had Mike Trout, the best player in baseball, and he never built around them, never made the playoffs. So I'm just saying all, all in is that it's the yeah, that's, that's the part I focus on is media. that, but it's in New York media. You know, they're going to focus on that past of the guy. Obviously, right. going to come up because, especially because the GMs, the Mets past have also had similar issues. So that's the, well, that's going to be focused on, but just more of the fact that the guy's ineptitude as a general manager, having Mike Trout and your team, getting Otani to sign with you, spending tons of money on Anthony Rendon to come. And this team went nowhere this year. Granted there was injuries, but like, what do you do? Like, this is the guy who had. Listen, before they had injuries, I knew they weren't making the playoffs. No. no, I know. I'm just saying it's just. It, I don't think it's a good. I don't think it's good for the Mets. But who knows? What, dude, honestly, okay. what do you expect the Mets to do? What do you? Who do you think the Mets he, would? He's the only attract? guy that would take the job. Yes, he, he got. He, people turned it down before this guy. So, like, what else? They, they I agree, but it, I think the annoying part. The Mets, you're you're taking a guy that like, oh, you're questioning this guy's. Uh, ability to do it the job that nobody else wanted so at, at what point do you like it dude it's better than getting the fucking parking lot attendant right That's nobody true. wants the job unknown unknown nobody that parking lot attendant job. might be a genius end of story nobody wants the job nobody wants anything to do with the mets that's true that's true I, I think i think the bigger problem is overall is the mets are going to roll out and try to pretend like he was their number one choice 
Yeah, they definitely. We got the guy. Yeah, well, that's that, that goes without saying. I mean, the status quo, but. But speaking of people who don't want to play for the Mets or work for the Mets, uh, the Yankees hired Luis Rojas. Well, he was fired, Luis Rojas, but. It's hilarious. Uh, his he's comment. the Yankees' third base coach. Hilarious, his comment. Well, I mean, because it, what, what was it? Nevins uh, ruined that play at the plate by sending yeah. him. So you knew he was getting banished from third base. Yep. So they bring him in. And the first thing this guy says is finally I'm part of a New York team because the Mets didn't count. Yeah, that was uh, New York. That was New York sports sports. That wasn't real. That oh, wasn't? Oh, no, dude, I read that as dead real because that was the most believable thing I read that day on the, the internet. Uh, TJ got got. Um, dude, I did get got, but tell me that's not believable. It is pretty believable. Did you say I wrote, I did the similar thing from our, our Twitter account, but Brian Cashman of the new hire of Luis Rojas. And it said the only way I could improve this, uh, this coach and staff is to add another underperforming New York City manager. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. But uh, speaking of the Mets and free agency, Marcus Stroman just can't get over the fact that the Yankees don't want him. It's so annoying. I don't want to talk. It's about pathetically him. sad. Dude, that time. guy is a douchebag. He, he is a douchebag. Okay, his nonsense on Twitter, his his self stroking ability to just blow himself nonstop, like he's the greatest. I've thing never seen somebody masturbate so much publicly. It, it, it's ridiculous. The guy is so high in himself. It, it, what, dude, where were you during the postseason? Not there. Sitting at home. So shut up. It Show doesn't him. matter. Never played One in a game that mattered in his life. His, his his claim to fame right now in New York is, is getting a producer thrown off the fan because Wait, he, he backtracked tweets from like five years ago and found some sort of thing that you could turn into a racial connotation and got the guy fucking fired because he didn't like the fact that he shit on him and said, yeah, he's not going to be a Met much longer because they're not fucking paying him. Also, speaking of public masturbation, actually, there was a homeless guy around the corner from my old job. <laughs> he would constantly masturbate. So, so he, I, I, I raised, I raised. <laughs> you said never see anyone publicly masturbate as much as Marcus Stroman. It was, it was this homeless guy around the corner from my old job. I just want you to know that uh, we said Marcus Stroman's name a couple of times and. It wasn't in a positive mm-hmm. note, so we just got blocked by him on Twitter. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> He's blocked half of America. All I, I want to know is if that homeless masturbator around the block from Brooks' job is following us on Twitter. <laughs> well, he's my old. We job. follow back, sir. We that was, follow that back. Was in New York, that was when I worked in New York City. That was in uh, the thought New Jersey here. But. Listen, sometimes you just got to crank one out. Apparently. <laughs> The guy doesn't have a home. He lives out. on the street. Yeah, you got to get it when you got to get it. You were in his house. Okay? Yeah, you were in his living room. <laughs> oh, my God. Some dude walked by <laughs> in his skinny here, jeans, sir. And he felt like cranking one. He yelled at me. Tell me you were like, what are you doing? He was like, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> Isn't that yeah, an episode of Hey walking. Arnold? When they're on the train and the homeless guy's like, get out of my house. Oh shit! Where did you think I was going? When I said speaking of public masturbation. <laughs> didn't didn't think the literal sense was about to take place. I but really then again, it is New York City. That's part of the charm of the city. You took it to real town, and I wasn't planning on going there. Yeah, oh, Blasio was New York. But yeah. I appreciate it, nevertheless. Uh, well, Barry um, got an extension, seven years. The Jays, hundred and thirty-one million dollars, which is a, definitely a deal for him. I think he's an incredible pitcher. Seven. Who's years. that? Jose Barrios with the yeah. Jays. 
Wow. Seven years, 131 million, which is pretty affordable, I think. It's that. funny because whenever I play the show, the Yankees pick him up on free agency. Well, not in real life. In the multiverse, possibly. But here's another one. Does he produce, though, for those seven years? That's the real question. Yeah, but you still get a good, decent deal out of him, and he's still kind of young, so you kind of get him towards his prime. Even if he doesn't produce the full seven years and the amount of money you're giving him, it's probably worth it. I'll tell you one thing. You think they get four or five solid years? I'll say this. He's a fool, all right? Because if I learn anything from Tom Selleck is I'm not paying those taxes in Canada. (laughs) Yeah, he definitely is. But uh, this is another point that I've been making for a very long time. Garrett Cole did not win the Cy Young Award. And we had to argue about this before. I said there's a Yankee bias when it comes to the baseball writers of America that it didn't matter if Garrett Cole performed any better than he did down the stretch. Granted, he didn't pitch that well. But Robbie Robbie Ray actually had a couple of bad games towards the end there, too, when they were neck and neck. And Robbie Robbie Ray still won it. It's just that New York bias. And I think I've said this plenty of times on the podcast earlier. I know, Nick, you kind of were like, well, Robbie Way, Robbie Ray, if you can't say Robbie Ray for some reason. <laughs> Robbie Ray. Robbie if, Way. <laughs> Robbie Way. I keep saying Robbie Way. Robbie Ray. You're like, if he has a bad game, is he going to lose to Cy Young? I'm like, no, because it's, he's not a Yankee. I just want to point out, if you're a grown man and you call yourself Robbie, take yourself out back and give yourself a beating. Gross. No grown, no grown man Gross. in the state in the world should refer to themselves as Robbie. Nah, I'm not all right with that. Robbie? Nah. Nah. I think Rook is frozen. He always be, he always gets caught in the weirdest faces when he's frozen. <laughs> I know. My internet connection's unstable. I'm unstable. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, Garrett Cole gets uh I mean, you don't want to side on. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like he deserved it. It honestly doesn't make a difference. It really doesn't make a difference. They didn't win the World Series. I couldn't give a shit less if he wins the Cy Young, MVP, or both. They didn't win the World Series. Yeah, I, I couldn't give a shit less. What I don't like is that people were getting upset that he didn't go to the award ceremony about it. Who cares? Who fuck? And who gives a shit? Because if my job was like, hey, you can come to work tomorrow if you want, I wouldn't be there either. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Especially if it was an award I didn't give a shit about. Like, like if tomorrow, and I, I, you could probably ask Garrett Cole, like, who would you rather win the World Series or Cy Young? And he'd like the World Series every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Which, which, and that's the same for me. Like, if you were like, hey, we're going to win a championship or you can get your MVP award, I'll be like, uh, yeah, fuck MVPs. What does that mean if I was a loser? But to be I ended fair, up like Mike Trout with 30 MVPs and no world, no playoff appearances. To be fair, Nick, at your job, if they were like, hey, do you want to win the next world war or do you want to get uh, an award for excellence as a sergeant? What are you going to choose? I mean, I, I want to win the next world war. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> the fate of the world is on hand. I, I would hope that would be your answer. I actually would hope that you would wish not to have any world wars. Uh, I'm, I'm, that's bad I'm for business. That. I'm not going to get into that in the, in the, on the air, but, uh, yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. You're well, sitting there saying stuff like that. Just, that would be like me saying, I hope you never have to win a big case that's or like fight a big case. Like, I, or hope, fight any I hope case. they abolish divorce. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't so you put last, that evil on me, Bricky Bobby. Last, last thing, uh, the Cleveland guardians, the baseball team, uh, they must have settled out of court and gave the Cleveland Guardians and roller derby team a bunch of money because they're able to continue with the Cleveland Guardians nickname as opposed to the Cleveland Indians. 
So the Cleveland Guardians roller derby team is finally profitable. <laughs> yes. Okay. Basically. Stop. And they all up. get to be the Cleveland Guardians, while the baseball team also gets. Who to be gives Guardians. a shit? <laughs> I actually wish they would tell us how much money they actually made on that. I, I, I want to see the Guardians fans throw away their Indians jerseys now. Like, oh my God, we, we're woke. We have to get rid of these. So Never I happened. heard that they they chose Guardians because it ends in I A N S. I heard that too. Yeah. Which is what Indians ends in. So they didn't have to change their jerseys all the way. They just had to change this part. It's, it's the same font, too, I think. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I was hoping that the Cleveland Guardians roller derby team would show some cojones and uh, tell the Cleveland Indians to go suck it and make them change their name again. I like That's the what I was really uh, hoping for. At a certain point, you run out of money for lawyers. Yeah, there was uh, a- I, I would have been. I, be a I wish I was a team. lawyer in freaking Cleveland. I would have defended Pro them. Bono? Until my face turned blue, pro bono. <laughs> I would. Uh, I, like I like how you didn't say "till your face turned red" because that wouldn't be woke. <laughs> it would have been offensive. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> what I liked in the complaint, they actually listed. They were like uh, the Cleveland Cleveland Guardians Derby team. Well, it, this is like the actual quote. It said, "Well, they were here first. <laughs> like that was one of the Did say well." Yeah, it said, well, they were here first. That's like, a great was, argument. He ain't lying. And they trademarked it, too. Listen. Then I, I mean, that's really the only argument that needs to be made. It's a trademarked name. Yeah. Done. And they had it beforehand. Yeah. They Buy the, the trademark from us for $100 billion. Listen, from us at the School Board Addicts Podcast, here's to you, Cleveland Guardians Roller Derby team, a little fire water. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that runs it down for the night. We've got nothing left for you folks. Um, that's sports for the week of, I don't know. What is this? The second week of November. <laughs> we appreciate you being here with us. Thank you for your time. Please like share and subscribe and always, always, always keep the breakables away when watching the jets. Thank you very much. The third week in November. We start the third week. We went over the second week. No, did you say this is the third week sports? That covers the second week of November. Oh, I got you. Yeah, congratulations. You played yourself and you went to law school. Thank you once again. Have a good night. (laughs) Uh, All right, boys. I gotta go to sleep. Good night. That was good. Nick did it record. (laughs) Oh, my God. This recording has started. Oh my God, no. Jesus. I'd have to make a pot of coffee. (laughs) Adios. Money from New Jersey. (laughs) Later, later. Stay rock. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.